This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Community Matters here on 103.7 WEEI. I'm your host, Scott Cordisha. Glad you could join us. Community Matters, the show that keeps you in touch and up to date with many of the great things that happen in and around our communities here in the state of Rhode Island, in eastern Connecticut, and in southeastern Massachusetts. And this week, it gives us great pleasure to welcome to the program the executive director of the Rhode Island chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, Donna McGowan, is our guest. Good morning, Donna. How are you? Good morning, Scott. I'm fine, and thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being our guest, Donna. I guess first things first, for our listeners, why don't you explain to them exactly what your organization is all about, its mission, and what your vision is? So our vision is to live in a world without Alzheimer's disease, and it's presently the number six killer in the country. And along this trajectory with no cure and no protocol to slow it down, by 2050, it will become the number one killer. And it's the most expensive disease in this country to manage. So it will also bankrupt the country if we allow it to. So the association or the local chapters are very involved in advocacy at the local, state, and national level. We provide education, all kinds of education for professionals, lay people, folks with the disease, caregivers, etc. Most of everything that we do is free in the community, hence our funding events hopefully will bring in enough revenue to make those community events happen. We have support groups all around the state of Rhode Island, and the list just goes on and on and on in what we do. Well, since you bring up those sobering statistics, I'm just curious in terms of, and I know this is a very complex question, you may not have the actual answer to, but in your opinion, where are we in terms of research to determine the causes of Alzheimer's and more importantly, you know, maybe what preventative measures we can take to lessen our chances of getting it and and dare I say, even finding a cure? 
Yes. So we have researchers all around the world working on this particular disease and related dementias to eradicate it. And the Alzheimer's Association hosts an international conference annually. It's held in the summer. We just had one in Amsterdam this past late July. And uh, in that particular conference, I believe there are about 7,000 researchers in person and 6,000 zooming in, all sharing their posters, their research, and what they're doing. And we are now in the era of treatment, which is very, very exciting. It's the first time I've been able to say that since being at the helm in the state here for this position. And what that means is that we have three drugs that have been FDA-approved for folks that are in the early stages of the disease. And what these drugs have been found to do is to break up the plaque in the brain. There are plaque entangles that cause this disease in the brain, and these particular drugs have absolutely been proven to break up the plaque, which allows that person in the early stages of the disease to live longer in that particular stage hence a better quality of life before moving on into mid-stage and late-stage Alzheimer's disease. So these are really exciting times for us, and it's more important now than ever for the funding and the fundraising efforts to, to help us so we can continue to support the research that's going around the globe. The, the Alzheimer's Association is the number one association in the world. And also, Scott, I just want to let you know that right here in Rhode Island, we have 25,000 people that we know of that have reported in that have the disease. And, you know, we have about 36,000 unpaid home-based caregivers that are taking care of loved ones with the disease, not getting paid, but they have other responsibilities, right? They're managing a family or they are working full-time and trying to give good quality of care. Right. We are talking to Donna McGowan, Executive Director of the Rhode Island Chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, and that is some encouraging news. You talk about some of those drugs that work to get rid of the plaque or reduce the plaque in the brain to let people live a higher quality of life in that lower stage of Alzheimer's for a longer period of time. How about in terms of, has it been determined or is a, a combination of both Alzheimer's, is it something that is more influenced by genetics or are there environmental and lifestyle factors that come into play? Yeah, great question. You know, there is a gene, the APO4 gene, it's in the minority. So it's not very prevalent. The disease is random selection, pretty much, which is very unfortunate, right? It's just random selection. If you do have that gene, it's going to pass down through generations and family members will have the gene, will die from the disease but that is in the minority. Now, what we have learned in our research is that if we, just like heart health, if we keep the heart healthy, we're going to keep the brain healthy. So what does that mean? Mediterranean diet, nuts and berries, exercising 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the evening, a minimum of 30 minutes a day, five to six days a week, living a very healthy lifestyle, we know that helps the brain. So as far as how do we try to avoid the disease, if we can even avoid it, we know that if we live heart healthy, we have better chances. So you're telling me that my rigorous exercise in the morning isn't enough. I need to exercise in the evening as well. (laughs) Well, you need to do, you know, we try to tell everybody you need to do 30 minutes a day, 
right, at least yep. maybe five to six days a week. And so, of course, for all of our physical folks that are out biking and hiking, that's that's a slam dunk. But for a lot of us who are sedentary and sit behind a desk, yep. <laughs> like myself sometimes when I'm not out in the community, sometimes it's hard to get on that stationary bike and make a commitment 30 minutes a night. All right, before we talk about ways people can contribute, just out of curiosity, give us some examples of the ways that you provide care and support, uh, be it for Alzheimer's patients and or families dealing with this disease. Sure, and it's also for anybody walking in off the street that wants to learn more about the disease. But we first have an annual caregivers conference here in Rhode Island. It's hosted at the Crown Plaza. It is free to the public. There's no charge. Breakfast and lunch is served. It's an all-day summit with keynote address speakers as well as individual classes that you can sign up for. It's supported in the quarters by vendors who are within the Alzheimer's world, so it could be assisted living facilities, elder care attorneys, etc. So there's a whole plethora of other education happening when they're on break time, when the folks that are attending on break time that can learn more about the services that are in the community that they can access. We provide care consultations one-on-one. You can come into the office, make an appointment. We can come out to see you. We also have a fabulous, fabulous 1-800 number. It is 24-7. So it's 24-7. If we're not here or we're not on call, you can still reach someone that's associated with Rhode Island Chapter by calling one 800 272-3900. You can call that any time of day or night if you're having a crisis with a loved one, somebody sundowning, whatever the situation is, you want a referral list of elder care attorneys, we have a plethora of information that we can share with you and the service is all free. So that 800 number is just so valuable. I will say that if you have a Rhode Island phone, you will get the Rhode Island chapter. If you have another area code on your phone, you're going to get the area code to where that phone belongs to, but we all do the same work. If you need to call the Rhode Island number and don't have the Rhode Island phone, the local number is 401-421-0008. All right, terrific. So that toll-free number, 800-272-3900. And the Rhode Island local number, 401-421-0008. So my next question is, how does the Rhode Island chapter of the Alzheimer's Association contribute to and or help accelerate research? And I know a big part of that is fundraising. And I notice you have a couple of big initiatives going on as we speak. Let's talk about the first one, the Fall Challenge. Gifts that are made can be matched two times up to $200,000. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. That was a mailing that went out, a direct mailing, and if anyone has any other questions, they can call us directly at the office and we can answer the question. But, yes, it will be matched. It will double and up to $200,000. So that's very, very exciting that we've had somebody come forward at a national level to match the funds for the association. But in addition to that, walk season is upon us. The Walk to End Alzheimer's, is our major funding event. We have others, and I'll get into that if we have time. But we're in walk season. There are 600-plus walks going off across the country this fall. And Rhode Island has already started. We did Block Island on September 10th, and uh, we are now coming in to form more walks 
on September 23rd and 24th. The 23rd is Newport at Fort Adams. The 24th is Westerly at Musquamacate Beach. September 30th is in the town common of Situate Village. We're very excited. That's our brand new walk, and it's a community-based walk. And then our largest walk will be held on Sunday, October 1st, at Roger Williams Park Temple to Music. Okay, and if people want more information on either, A, how they can register for that walk, raise funds for the walk, or donate to somebody that is walking in one of those events, what's the best thing for them to do? Is it to go to your website? Yeah, the website is www.alz.org slash ri walk, and you'll come right up to the walk pages to click on to see which walk you want to participate in. You can participate in all of them, by the way. We welcome you to come back and enjoy the amenities. The state is so beautiful. I feel that all of our walks are held in very beautiful locations. So you're welcome not only to do one, but come out, and if it's a nice day, enjoy it in the festivities. There is a short speaking program, about 15 minutes, and that's when it pulls it all together because we have flowers. You know, if, if you have the disease, it's a certain color flower. If you're a caregiver, it's a certain color flower. If you're an advocate, it's a certain color flower. So we do this 15-minute flower ceremony where all those folks that are living presently with this disease hold up their flower, and it's the sea of beautiful colors. And for me, after all these years, that's when it comes together for me. When I look out, I have the fortunate capability of being up on the stage and looking out into the crowd, and it's just magnificent. And it comes together because the person standing to the left or the person standing to the right looks around and knows that they are not in this battle alone. You know, it's like sometimes it's a best-kept secret in the house. And they're not alone in this. There is a sea of people trying to fight this disease. That's really neat. So in addition to the walks to end Alzheimer's that are coming up later on this month, you mentioned that there are other fundraisers or other ways that you raise funds. Explain. Yes. So we have our second signature event is called The Longest Day, and historically that went off on June 21st on the summer solstice. We've now changed that, and we've made it a whole season. So it actually kicks off in January, and it goes through the end of August. And it's a do-it-yourself event, so you can pick anything you want to do. You, Scott, could sing on the radio for seven <laughs> nope. hours. And Nobody then we, wants we to hear ask that. you to host a party <laughs> or a celebration at dusk you know, that you've achieved your goals. But we've had people yep. walking around the tracks at the high schools. We've had people bake and cookies or make meatballs and sell meatball sandwiches. So it's anything that you want to do any time during that seasonal period that you would sign up, the $20 entrance fee to sign up and get a longest day team going and do what you'd like to do. Wow, that's really neat. And for people that want more information on that, same thing, would they go to your website? And what would they, they do? They can go to the website, www.alz.org, or they can call our 1-800 number at 1-800-272-3900. A couple of other questions I have for you, just looking at your website. One of the things that I know you guys take pride in is your commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Can you explain how you are doing that? Yes, so fortunate. We have a outreach coordinator, Geraldine Mitchell. She's just amazing. She's right now focusing in the county of Providence, 
and collaborating with all the neighborhood organizations and the different senior centers. She's bilingual, and so her presentations are in Spanish and English, and we're bringing more people to the table, more collaboration. It's exciting times for the association. Last question for you, because I think a lot of people, myself included, sometimes get a little bit confused by this. Can you explain to us the similarities and or differences when people talk about dementia versus Alzheimer's? Great question. So let's think of an umbrella. We open up an umbrella. Dementia is the umbrella opened. And on that umbrella, there are all different types of spokes. So one of the spokes and the most prevalent spoke is Alzheimer's disease. It's the most common form of dementia. But then we have frontal temporal lobe, we have Parkinson's disease, and the list continues to go around that umbrella. So they're all individualized forms of dementia, but the major category is dementia. Gotcha. So dementia is the umbrella and Alzheimer's is the most common, I guess, form of dementia, correct? Yes. It's the most prevalent. Okay. Before we wrap things up, Donna, anything that we missed that we didn't talk about that you need to talk about this morning? I'd like to put a pitch out there for our caregivers. We're very concerned about our caregivers. You know, they have lots of responsibility. This particular labor of love becomes 24-7 as people start progressing into the mid to late stage of the disease. They're also grieving a loss that hasn't physically occurred. So how do you do that, right? It's just it has an added feature that no other disease has with it. So we worry about our caregivers. We want to make sure that they stay healthy and that they outlive the person with the disease because what we're finding in our stats is that stress causes all kinds of horrible diseases and our folks are getting sick with cancer and heart disease because of the stress that they're going through taking care of their loved one. So I just wanted to share some statistics in our most recent facts and figures that we published in March of 2023. 54.2% of our caregivers were diagnosed with chronic health conditions. 41% of them were diagnosed with depression. And 11.5% of our caregivers are in poor physical health. So... This is no easy slam dunk. This is a tough road to hoe, both physically and mentally. And so we try to provide as much as we can, as much support for our caregivers, as well as the folks that are living with the disease. Sure. Well, great way to end it. Donna, thank you so much for everything that you and the Rhode Island chapter of the Alzheimer's Association do. And thank you so much for joining us on Community Matters to shed light on the subject. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, and I just want to say one more thing, that pets are welcome as long as they are on a leash. Oh, for the walks, um, But they are very welcome to come to the walks. All right. And and one of my experiences at Roger Williams Park was a duck on a leash all dressed (laughs) in purple. And you, you don't have to walk either, Scott. You can come out, bring a chair, and sit and enjoy the festivities. And is your hair going to be purple again for this event or not? (laughs) Uh, I might put a challenge out there. I've done that a couple of years to inspire the different walks to, you know, reach their goals. And so that will be forthcoming, and you could very well see me around the state in purple here for a couple of months. Terrific. (laughs) Donna, thank you again for the time this morning. Really appreciate it. 
I really appreciate it, too. Thank you so much, Scott. You have a wonderful day. You as well. Donna McGowan, Executive Director of the Rhode Island Chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, our guest here on the show. For more information, you can go to their website, alz.org slash ri. And if you want information on the walks, alz.org slash ri walk. And that'll do it for this edition of Community Matters. My thanks to Donna for being our guest. Thanks to my producer, Laura Minacucci. And most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in. My name is Scott Credici. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be sure to join us again next week for another edition of Community Matters with your host, Scott Cordishi. If your group or organization would like to be part of the show, email us at communitymatters at weei.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.